With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Sota of Lamed Tes, page 39. We begin three lines from the top of 39a. Amar Rava Barafuna. Rava Barafuna said, Kevin Shaniftach Sefer Torah. Once the Torah scroll is opened, Asr the Sapper Afil Bidvar Halacha. It's forbidden to say anything, to speak, even to say a word of Halacha, to say something from the Torah, Shanemar, as the verse says, Amdu Kalaam. And when it was opened, all the people stood. When we say standing, we mean there was silence. Shanemar, as the verse says, So we see that you have the word Amida, and we see that they're not speaking anymore. Rabbi Zira said in Rechista Mehacha, from here, from here do we find that once they open the Sefer Torah, you can't speak. All the ears of the nation were towards listening to the Torah. So we see that everyone was quiet. Rabbi Levi says, Any priest that has not washed his hands, so he should not. Uh, raise his hands up to do the priestly blessing. Shnemar, as the verse says, Raise your hands in holiness. Meaning we see that there's a concept of making one's hands holy by washing them, and only then do the Kohens bless Hashem. Sha'alu Tamidavis Rabilazar ben Shamua. Rabilazar ben Shamua, he was a Kohen, and his students, they asked him the following question. Why did you have such a long life? Amr Lahen, he answered them, said, first of all, I never used the shul, the synagogue, as a shortcut. Second of all, I never stood on the heads of the holy nation. What does that mean? Because in those days, so when someone would go in to say some kind of shir, he would give some kind of Torah speech to the people. So they would sit on the floor, says Rashi, and they would be squished together very tightly. So if someone came late, if you wanted to get through to the front, if you wanted to speak in front of everyone, so you would have to walk through the people, and it would look like you were walking on their heads, unless you came early. So if you came early, so, this, so what he's saying is, I always came early such that I wouldn't, it wouldn't look that I was stepping on anybody's heads. The third thing he says why he lived a long life is because he never said the priestly blessing without first making a, bl- a blessing, meaning the blessing on the blessing. What is the bracha that he made before? That God has commanded us in the holiness of Aaron, and he commanded us to bless the people of Israel with love. So he said, because I did these three things, I never made the shul a synagogue a shortcut, never stepped on the heads of the Jews, and I always washed my hands, I'm sorry, I always blessed I made a blessing before giving the blessing to the people of Israel. Therefore, that's why I lived a long life. Ki akar kare mai. When the coin has come and he's about to say the priestly blessings and he's waiting up there in front of the Aron Kodesh as the Chazan, the prayer leader, is saying, Ritzei and Modim. So what does he say? Yiratzim l'fanach Hashem lokeinu. May be your will Hashem or God. That this blessing that you commanded us to give the people of Israel, there should be nothing to make us stumble, or any kind of sin. After he's finished giving the blessing and he turns away from the congregation, what does he say? My Omar. Rav Chizda took Rav Ukva and he said the following drasha. 
Master of the world, Asinu Ma we have done that which you have decreed upon us. Imanu, do with us, we turn the page to thirty nine B. Do with us that which you have promised us. Look down upon us from the from your holy abode from the heavens, etc. So that's what the Kohen says after he finishes the blessings. Amr of Chizda, of Chizda says, Eng hakoyanim rashoim lakuf kishrei etzboiseim achiyachsu pneim minatzibur. The priests cannot bring down their hands. They can't fold up their hands because their hands were part of the blessing. So they can't do that until they've turned back. They've turned their backs on the congregation. Amr abzera, Amr abchizda, abzera said in the name of abchizda, Ein hakoyre rashai lekreis koyanim. The person is calling out, Koyhanim, he's not allowed to say that, until the, the congregation has finished their Amen after the blessing right before. And the Kohanim cannot begin to give the blessing, the priestly blessing. I'm sorry, they can't say their blessing before the, the blessing that they make before they actually give the blessing to the people of Israel. Until the cantor finishes saying the word And the tzibur, the congregation, is not allowed to say Amen to their initial blessing Until they finish, complete their blessing The Kohanim cannot start the next blessing Until Amen has been completed Then there's no one left in the congregation saying the word Amen Basically, the bottom line here is whenever somebody's saying something, no one else can say something at the same time, because Rashi says there's a concept of if there's at any point two different things being said at the same time, so one of them will not be able to hurt. And it's essential here that every single word be heard. This is the blessing. The Jews have to say Amen. They have to hear every word. The Kohens, the priests, can't turn their face away from the congregation until the cantor begins Sim Shalom, the next blessing. They can't leave the front of the synagogue until the cantor finishes Sim Shalom. Actually, it's interesting, in Halacha, the Mishnah Brewer writes, it's important to know this, that the Kohanim should not leave if the if the cantor is about to say Kaddish, usually on Yantav you say Kaddish, if the cantor is about to say Kaddish, so the Kohanim, the priest, can't leave their spot until after Kaddish, because if they would go back to their spot while the cantor is saying Kaddish, so people might, heaven forbid, not say Amen Yehishmi Rabbah, they won't respond to the Kaddish because they'll be too busy giving a Yashur Koach to the Kohanim, to the priests. So the people, the congregation, is not allowed to say Amen. This is a general rule in regards to the reading of the Torah. So they can't say Amen until the person finishes the blessing. And the one who is reading the, from the Torah should not begin reading the Torah until everyone has completed saying the word Amen. And this is something that they used to have in those days, as they would read from the Torah, so there would be someone, or more than one person, saying the translation of what was being said in the Torah. So he's not allowed to start speaking, until the person who's reading from the Torah finishes the verse. And the person who's reading is not to be allowed to begin another verse, until the one who's translating it finishes his translation. 
said in the name of Rabbi Shuman Levi, Hamaftir Banavi. If let's say someone gets maftir and he's reading from the Nevi'im, from the prophets, So the law is that he has to also get an aliyah, read from the Torah itself first. said in the name of Rabbi Shuman Levi, so he's not allowed to begin reading from the prophets until the one who's rolling the Sefer Torah, who's putting it away, closing it up, has finished. Because we don't want him to lose out just because he's doing a mitzvah. When they would take the, when they bring the Sefer Torah in from outside of the shul, many times it would be, let's say, stored in someone's house. So they would bring it into the shul, they would place it in the Aaron and the Ark, and they would cover the Ark with all kinds of beautiful cloth adornments. So here we're saying is you can't take off those cloth adornments even though they're taking out the Sefer Torah. So you can't take those down because there's no longer an honor to the Sefer Torah. You can't take it down while the Tzibur is there. Because we don't want to have to make the whole congregation wait while these cloths are taken down. And Rabbi said again in the name of Rabbi Levi, Let's say somebody wants to leave. So he can't leave if until the Torah has been picked up, meaning as long as the Sefer Torah is being read from, it's being dealt with, it's disrespectful to leave. The words V'yanech Komo are actually taken out by this comment on the side. Rashi didn't have that girsa. Ushmuel Amar Shmuel says, Ache Yetze. You have to wait. If you want to leave, you have to wait until the Sefer Torah itself has left. Philip Pligi, it's not an argument. If there's another entrance, if there's another door for you to go out, and you're not going out ahead of the Sefer Torah, so then it's okay for you to go out that door as long as the Sefer Torah has already been picked up and they've completed using it. However, if there's no other door, and you're going to walk out in front of the Sefer Torah, that's disrespectful, and therefore, you should wait, and you should wait until the Sefer Torah itself has left, and then, and only then, should you leave. Rava said that this guy, Barahina, this Choshev Rabbah, he explained to me as follows. After Hashem, your God, shall you go. What does this teach us? This teaches us that when the priests are giving a blessing, it's appropriate that the people who are receiving the blessing respond and show that they appreciate the blessing. So what do they say? Amar Bizeira, Amar Chizda. Bizeira said in the name of Chizda, Baruchu Hashem Malachav Giberi Kayach. Praise Hashem, His angels, those who are strong, Vegaimer, etc. Baruchu Hashem Kol Tzivaov. Bless Hashem, all of His hosts, Misharsov, those who serve Him, Oisei Ritzarnei, those who do His will. Bless Hashem, all of His works in all the places of His dominion. Hashem. May my soul praise Hashem. So here you have three different verses corresponding, says Rashi, to the three different blessings of the priestly blessings. And that's what it's appropriate to respond to show that we appreciate the blessings that we've gotten and we would like to accept those blessings. So on Shabbos, when they, they say the priestly blessings twice, once by Shachris and once by Mosaf, that's how it works here in Israel. So what do they do? What do they say by the second, by the second time? Rabbi A song of ascents, Behold, bless Hashem, all those who serve Hashem, v'gum, etc. Then we have another verse, Raise your hands in holiness and bless Hashem. Then we have Baruch Hashem Mitzia and Shechen Yisholam Haluka. Praise Hashem from Zion, the one who who dwells in Jerusalem. Praise Hashem. So the Gemara asks, Why don't we say the end 
of the first two verses, by Musaf we're saying, we say the Shir Hamalo, Yisine Baruchos Hashem. So why do we skip the verse, Yivarecha Hashem Mitziyon, which also seems to imply some kind of blessing with Hashem. Which is, it's really said in the first group of verses. So why do we go to a different psalm and say, Baruch Hashem Mitziyon, Shechein Yushalayim Halaluka? Why do we do that? Yehuda says, the son of Once we're talking about the blessings of Hashem, so we end off with the blessings of Hashem. Whereas the Pasuk, which we suggested, perhaps you should say that, that's not saying that we're blessing Hashem, but rather it's saying that Hashem will bless you, the people of Israel. So therefore, since we were talking about the, that we're blessing Hashem, so we continue with another verse that implies that we are blessing Hashem. So on Mincha of a fast day, so what would they say? When meaning there was a third time already, that they would go and they would say the priestly blessing. So what would the people respond? Amar of Achav Yaakov, Rav Achav Yaakov says as follows: Hashem lemancha. If we have caused affliction to ourselves through sins, Hashem do for your for your name. Now, interestingly, these psukim, these verses, do not mention any kind of praise of Hashem, but we're actually asking things of Hashem. We're ask, asking Hashem to please give us, to forgive us, to, to do something good for us. And Sotosis explains that the reason that we have these verses, even though they're not praising Hashem, is because since we're at a time, the mincha time, the afternoon, late afternoon time, of a fast day is a special time for prayer. It's a special time for us to, to beseech Hashem to forgive us. So therefore we say these verses. And that's how we show that we accept the blessings and we ask Hashem to indeed help us that we should not transgress any further. Mikvi Yisrael Meshiyah based Tzara. The second verse we say is God is the hope of Israel. Meshiyah based Tzara, one who saves them from difficulties. Why will you be like a stranger in the land? Why will you be like a man who's been bewildered, like a mighty one who doesn't have the ability to save a gamer, etc. So these are the verses that we say. We'll continue from here in the next Daily Dove.